farmer and his wife. And every day, they would go out and they would mow the fields together. And they would, um, they would ride on this, this, this old red tractor. And um, the, the old farmer, he would sit in the front seat. And his wife, I don't know if this is like safe or anything, but it's the farm. Uh, she would sit on his lap. Uh, and they would just um, spend the afternoon together um, just out on the farm and enjoy that time together. And this would go on. Um, it, it started when they were dating, and then they, they got married. And it would go on for, for a few years. And then uh, you know, it, it came to be like probably their 10th wedding anniversary. Um, but at this point, the farmer was sitting um, in, in the front, and, and, and she was in the back. And, and, and she, she thought, I, I, I'm just, what, what happened to the romance we had? What happened to the, I get to sit on your lap. What, what changed? And, and, and she approached him and she said, just, dude, the spice is gone. We, we used to have this amazing relationship and, and, and love for each other. And it was, it was like a Nicholas Sparks novel, you know. Uh, and what happened? What happened to that? Why did you, why did you stop letting me sit in your lap? And then, and he says this, he says, honey, it wasn't me who moved, it was you. It wasn't me who moved, you moved. It's the biggest danger in our own life and our own faith with God. God doesn't move, he's there, he's constant, he's with you. In this next season, senior, he's, he's with you. The biggest danger is drift. The biggest danger is us disconnecting. Um, and so, that's what we're going to talk about this morning. Uh, and in order to not drift, we need to have a purpose. Um, people who have purpose, um, they actually have better quality of life, better quality of life satisfaction. Um, we, um, if you don't have purpose, you're just left empty and drifting. Um, for a lot of people, their purpose is to just get through the day. If I can just get through today and just make it to my bed, that's good enough for me. So for some people, uh, your purpose is to survive the day. For other people, um, your day is to advance your purpose. Um, without purpose, kind of like that passage, we're, we're tossed to and fro, uh, like the song said, which was awesome. You guys played that. It was super cool. Um, but without purpose, it's just like, oh, cool. You want me to go do this thing? Yeah, that sounds fun. You're convincing enough. I'm going to go do this thing. Oh, wait, actually, this is a better offer here. And you're just kind of tossed back and forth depending on who has the best offer. You know, uh, am I going to, you know, have the most fun here? Then I'm going to go here. If I, um, if I don't, I'm going to go with somebody else's invite. Um, without purpose, we're just left going back and forth. And, and so this year, uh, as you go into it, a lot of people, I'm surprised, have no purpose when they're going into college. And I've showed this to you before, but I really believe in the power of repetition. And so um, for a lot of people, they think that this is what your purpose looks like. They think this is what it means to be a Christian. Right? Um, the biggest deal is embracing the nudges. Like, we want those Moses burning bush moments where God speaks to us and says, right, Dominic, go here. You're going to go to ASU, and that's where you're going, and you are called there. And, and maybe that happened for you. That happened for you? It kind of happened for you? It was, but it, was it a big voice and a giant miracle moment? No. No. Um, Maybe it was a nudge. But a lot of us, we, we expect, God, you just need to show up in a crazy big way and, and write the, the name of what I'm supposed to do and who I'm supposed to be in the clouds. Uh, that's not going to happen. Uh, so a lot of you are like, I don't know what I'm supposed to be, where I'm supposed to go. 
I don't feel like a lot of us really know what we're doing, where we're supposed to be and where we're, where we're supposed to go. A lot of us think that the, the main point, our purpose, is these big God moments where he shows up and tells us, you need to do this. Um, and actually, let's flip it. This is your purpose. Your purpose in life is your relationship with Jesus. Your purpose is not a destination. It's a person. It's not a place. It's a person. Your relationship with Jesus is your purpose. Secondary to that, align your roles. What does that mean? Actually, Matt is the perfect example of all these things. Um, Matt is going to, you're like, <laughs> I'll explain. Um, Matt, do you want to tell people what you're doing, where you're going? <laughs> Matt's getting married. And... <laughs> You don't know what you're doing, but, but he's attached to... So, Stephanie got a job um, in the tech company, so I'm moving with her and figuring it out as I go. Awesome. <laughs> um, so, um, when Matt first came into high school ministry, um, he just had this sense of purpose, that his relationship with God was most important. And then he uh, aligned his roles. So what does that mean? All of us have roles. Some of you are on soccer team, sports team. You're, um, for Matt, he worked at Chick-fil-A. Um, for, for some of us, uh, part of you being a child in your family, that's a role. You all have different roles that you play, uh, different things that you do. Uh, and then the idea of your purpose is in all of those places, you are meant to incorporate that with your relationship with Jesus. Right? There isn't church over here and then my relationship with my boyfriend or girlfriend over here. No. Being a Christian, following Jesus, a relationship with him is central and everything else, it's a concentric circle, so everything else bleeds out into that. Um, so you're supposed to be a Christian in all those places. Um, and so leverage gifts and talents. Um, that's also for, for Matt. Um, he, was an, uh, he, was an incredible, he is an incredible leader, um, but he learned a ton at Chick-fil-A. And so when I first got the job here, he would just send me podcasts about how to be a better leader. Uh, he would meet with me weekly, and he used his gifts and his talents in order to encourage me. Um, so he, he did that, and then he embraced the nudge. Um, I remember you coming to my office and saying, I feel like you need help. I feel like God told me that you need help, which was very evident for everyone, uh, except for me. Um, and so he listened to that. Um, but embracing the nudge, feeling like, oh, I'm called here, I'm supposed to do it, that's important. But it's not primary. So like, oh, I feel like God is calling me here. I feel a nudge to sit with someone at a lunch table, or I feel like I'm called to do children's ministry team. That's important. But the most important thing is your relationship with Jesus. All right. So I hope no one in this room is like, well, I'm just waiting to feel a nudge to join you know, children's ministry team. No, you do that because you have a relationship with Jesus, and that means that you love and serve others. Everyone does this. Um, and then, um, so th this is what our purpose is. Um, so take a picture of that. Um, if you want to, we'll leave it up for a sec. But often we drift. We drift from our, um, our purpose. Um, I kind of think of if you've ever gone to like a beach day, which we've, got, we've gone to a lot of those, there's that jetty um, that <laughs> that's like right there on the right. And um, I, I hate the ocean. I don't want to go in it. And, uh, but I watch you guys in, in the ocean to make sure you don't die. And I just, uh, every time, you know, I'm, I'm sitting there maybe with another leader and we're just, you know, having our, our jack-in-the-box soda because that's the only time we have jack-in-the-box when we go to beach days. And, and, um, or when it's really late at night, it's a bad decision. So I, I just watch you guys, and I watch over time 
how you just you you just drift and you're like, oh, we're having so much fun, yay! And then like, you know, and, and you just over time, you know, it takes like 20 minutes, and then you're like at the jetty, and then like the lifeguard runs out, and he's like, oh, you know, lifeguard things, um, and um. And at that point, I don't know what to do. Actually, I just went through CPR training, and Carly doesn't go to beach days, but she could help you uh, with, with CPR, but really it's going to be him uh, with the, the specialty of, of doing that and saving you and rescuing you. But um, there's just the moment where I see you over time drift, and that, that's the thing. You might be in a place where you feel like you're solid with your relationship with God right now, um, but like that story of the tractor and the farmer, over time, that can drift. Over time, that can drift. You might be like, I feel like there was a time where I had a better relationship with God. I don't know what happened. Well, I'll tell you what happened. It wasn't one big decision. It was tiny little small decisions that over time drifted you towards the rock jetty. It's over time. And it's small and incremental, and you don't notice it. And that's the most dangerous thing. But um, I want to say this to you. Sin is a gift that shows you drift. That sounds really weird how I said that. You're like, sin's a gift. Um, sin is kind of like, we were driving up to the senior retreat at my cabin uh, last weekend. And on the road to get up there, there um, there's guardrails on the side. But before the guardrails, they have these um, white bumpers on the side. What are they called? Help me. No one knows. Great. You know what I'm talking about? Like the little like, white reflector things? OK, cool. Here's the deal. When you hit one of those, what do you say? You say, oh, well, I already hit one. So I might as well just go over the edge now. We do that with sin. We're like, well, I already screwed up, so might as well. Woo! No. The guardrails are there as a gift. They're meant to indicate and show you this isn't where purpose is. This isn't where life is. It's meant to show you there is drift. And so you can course correct. So here's the deal. You are going to screw up. You are going to mess up. You are going to have a purpose, and you're going to blow it. And when you feel it, that you have missed your purpose when you feel like, dude, I, I've totally hit these things that I shouldn't be about. I, I've done, I've broken everything that Joel said I shouldn't do. I have done all those things. But let me tell you, that feeling in that moment is a gift to you to course correct. Don't be afraid to get in the crud and the murky water and push yourself out of that. Um, the last thought I have on this, um, you need to... Um, you need to have a purpose that's big enough to draw you back. Um, you need to have something. A lot of us, uh, we put our purpose in things, uh, and those things aren't strong enough to pull our life forward. And so we, have, we, we go through hard times and doubt and um, anxiety and just frustration and anger and death, and we, we go through a lot of things, um, but a lot of us don't have a purpose that's strong enough to push us through those things. And you, you go through existential crisis. You, um, you just you don't know what to do with yourself. You, you lose, you, like you feel like life isn't even worth living because uh, your purpose is too small. You need a bigger purpose. When we were in Mexico, we got stranded on the side of Tecate um, on the Mexico border. And we showed a video that we tried to you know, jumpstart the cars. And we had it on wrong, and we burned all the cables. Thank you, <laughs> Max and Mackenzie. Um, <laughs> You did a great job. You told me you could do it, but you couldn't. Um, this is another one of those moments where I just I watched it happen. And as Timothy says, I washed my hands of this. Um, so uh, anyways, we were stuck on that side. And we, um, so the whole Mexico team, we were on this mission trip. And we were 
you guys were super chill. We were trying to figure out like how, how the heck are we gonna get back? And like, here's the deal. Like my AAA couldn't come get us. And then like, like the, the Mexico AAA people wouldn't take us across the border. So if anyone wants to make some sort of business where you just tow people across the border, you would have made $1,000 that day, I tell you. I was gonna pay anything, like here, take it all, the gold. I don't have gold, but if I did, I'd give it all. Um, and then we go, we've actually buried gold outside. Um, so um, here, here's, basically, eventually, like this, this guy, he kept suggesting, well, you can just tow it across. And that just sounded ridiculous at first. Uh, until like two and a half hours in, when we're like, absolutely, this is the only option. The other option is Will and I hang out in Tecate, um, which would have been, Fun. I, there's like no hotels. I don't know. It's weird. Um, we go through the rule part to avoid the tolls um, and, and the crazy stuff uh, with like the really long lines, but it also backfired that time. Um, the point is, uh, we ended up tying um, the, the, I think it was like the, the 15 passenger to the 12 passenger van that had broken down. And it was amazing because it was able to tow it across the border. But it only did that because of the engine that it had, because of the size. Because of how big it was, it was able to take us where we needed to go. Um, you need a purpose that's big enough to draw you towards those things. Um, your purpose, the one thing I wanted to end with, your purpose is not a destination. It's a direction. It's a direction that you're going towards. Because there's, there's going to be times where you feel tossed to and fro, and as a boat in the ocean, metaphorically, you feel like you've been wrecked. Um, but are you continuing to go north? Are you continuing forward? I don't care what happened yesterday, but are you moving towards your purpose? And what is your purpose? It's a relationship with God. It's aligning every role that you have, every place that you have, to say, I want Christ to be at the center of this. It's embracing the tiny nudges of the Holy Spirit. Um, and so that, that's my prayer for you. Um, and that's just the, the warning to watch out for, is drift. It happens to everyone. You will drift. But in those moments, will you say, okay, I'm not going to freak out. I'm not going to send myself over the edge of doom. I'm just going to, all right, this is where I'm supposed to be. This is the road that God has for me. And Jesus is there in the seat next to you because he doesn't leave. Amen? Amen. Amen.